Welcome to the How Soccer Explains Leadership Podcast, where we explore leadership principles through the lens of the beautiful game. Welcome back to How Soccer Explains Leadership. Thank you so much for being part of the conversation today. Once again, we have an off-season talk. We're talking about motivation. I get to talk about that with my brother, Paul Jobson. I'm Phil Dark. You're a host. Paul, what's going on, man? Phil, I'm motivated. I'm motivated to yes. talk about motivation. Nice. I've enjoyed these uh, off-season chats we get to have because you and I get to interact a little bit more than than normal. So, yeah, man, I'm pumped to, to to dive into this this little conversation here and just talk about about motivation, man. Yeah. So, you know, the, in this upcoming season, we're going to have some conversations about mental health. It's Mental Health Awareness Month in May, so we're going to have some conversations. We're actually bringing back on Brad Miller and and uh, we have Shay Haddow and Daniel O'Neill, a doctor who's uh, talk. They all talk about motivation. They talk about external motivation and internal motivation. They talk about different ways to to motivate players, motivate self, and just motivate others who are in your in your sphere of influence. So, what are your thoughts? Just kind of initially, just generally, obviously, it's a huge topic. We could talk for hours and hours on. But what, what do you want to talk about in this ten minutes or so? Yeah, I mean, I think this will be a great teaser for for the, the episodes that are to come. And by no means am I an expert in in any of this, other than just my experiences with you know having to to motivate coaches and players and myself. Quite honestly, uh, I think that's kind of the generalities that that we can kind of talk through today a little bit. Is you know you talked a little bit about it, you know, external and internal motivation. We can talk about the differences of those, and I think also let's let's talk a little bit about how to stay motivated. I think just some general ideas of selfishly and personally, how we can continue to motivate ourselves, which being motivated ourselves helps motivate others, right? As leaders, if we can lead ourselves and be motivated ourselves, it's going to help motivate others. If others see us being, not being successful, but seeing us even sometimes battle through things and have success through battles, that's going to help motivate others. So how do we motivate ourselves and how do we motivate others? Maybe through in, you know, internal and external motivation factors. Maybe we can navigate that for the next couple of minutes here. Maybe, maybe let's start with, you know, some of the, the external factors that come into play, you know, Phil, through your, your coaching and leadership things. What are a couple of the main things that you find are the external motivating factors that, that play into some of the things that you're doing? Well, for me, you know, as a as a high eye, I mean, you'll be shocked that disc has something to do with this, right? Your personality style and how you're <laughs> wired. I know that's going to surprise you that I'll say that. I know I've never talked about that before on the show. But for those of you who don't listen a lot, that was sarcasm. This is something that as a high eye focus is really hard for me. And so for I really need to have external motivators that are there to really be able to focus in on what I need to get done. So, you know, for me, squirrel that, that from, you know, up and some other things, man, that's a real thing for me. If it's too quiet, I'm thinking about a million different things. I have to have all these different things going on, but for the external motivators, for me, a lot of times deadlines, right. You know, to be able to create an actual deadline that isn't an arbitrary deadline, but something that there's something else out there that's, that's, forcing me to get this done, then I'll be able to focus, then I'll be able to do it, then I'll be able to dial in and and be able to get it done. So I think that's really important for me to either have a hard, you know, clear focus or a clear reward that I get if I get something done by a certain time, by a certain date, you know, to be able to do that. Also, for me, it's 
if if I know that there's somebody else involved that will be impacted by it, me doing it or not doing something, either for a good that if if I do this, then they will be able to uh, do something, or I'll be able to do something, or be able to get something, or on the on the opposite side of that, if I if I don't do it, then bad things will happen to people I care about, or you know, other things that, or they won't flourish as much as they could if I do this. So those are things that the external factors for me are usually in the context of, of that. And I, and I know that other personality styles will say, well, that's of course the same for me. I agree. I don't, I mean, I don't disagree with that, but I think there's different drivers and different motivators there for me. It's more fun for me if I, if I can get this stuff done and get that reward where other people might not want to let someone down as much, or it might, you know, just the perfections, what's going to drive them. So anyway, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think as, as leaders and as coaches, you know, I think it's important, you know, a big plug for disc, right? If If you can learn the personalities of your players and understand what makes them tick, motivating them becomes maybe a little bit easier, but Mm -hmm. I know navigating that as a coach over the years, trying to figure out what, you know, what, what, what are the buttons that I can push to, to motivate kids? What are the buttons I don't need to push, right. That are going to, you know, turn kids off and not, not keep them motivated. I remember mm-hmm. sitting down with a key player of mine one time, not realizing you know, she had come in, she was a partial scholarship kid had done a really good job and had not realized that a, an external motivating factor for her was money. It, yeah. it was, it was the financial part of it and a great kid. I mean, you wouldn't have thought that Money was a motivating factor for her if you knew her, but sitting down and having that conversation of her talking about scholarship, some kids, I would talk about it right away. Like, Hey, we've talked about earning aid and I'm excited about the progress you're on, but I never thought she was wired that way. She said, Hey, can we talk about scholarship? Cause I'm really motivated by that carrot on the mm-hmm. end of that stick of like earning that aid. And, and that just, that just redirected a lot of our conversations moving forward. So identifying as a leader, and as a coach, what are those, you know, external motivating factors for your players and your, and your, your staff, even if you're, you're leading a staff of people is really important. I also think that navigating what intrinsically the internal motivating factors for people are too. And I know this can help with that as well. Just knowing who your people are, you know, some people just really need that pat on the back. You know, they need to know, Hey, they're doing a good job. You know, I know for me personally, I love, I love to hear that. Yeah, I don't like, I love hearing it when it's not true, but I don't really want to hear if it's not true, but (laughs) if I'm doing a good job, I want to know that that the people that I work for appreciate what I'm doing. It it motivates me to want to do more because I am a pleaser, kind of like you were saying, a lot of my my external motivating factors are the same of like, hey, if I know that someone's benefiting by me doing a good job, I'm more motivated to do it. So those paths kind of, kind of cross there. Came across something else as I was kind of looking through this not too long ago is a, a thing that's called identified motivation. And it's, it's a self-determined motivation and it builds over time. And kind of the things we're talking about, about satisfying people or helping people as a motivating factor over the long term. if you're in nonprofit work, I think that could be something maybe that plays into it of, mm-hmm. hey, the long-term piece of this of time over time, over time, it builds. And as I see that bill, I'm more and more motivated to accomplish those things. And I found that to be pretty interesting because I don't hear much about that. You always hear about internal and external but that identified of like in my mind, I've identified that this is something that I really want to see be accomplished. And over time it builds and Mm -hmm. the more you're into it and the more you do it, the more you find yourself motivated. And I think that plays into what you were saying of, I like for people to find a benefit to what I'm doing. I think that kind of plays into that identified motivation of man, people are really benefiting 
from what I'm doing. I and mean, even with what I'm doing with some of these clubs and what we do with Warrior Way, you know, we go back every season to do it because, man, these kids are really benefiting from it. And that just continues to motivate me into, into wanting to do that, do that more. Absolutely. And that actually reminds me of it's why in coaching the bigger game, we start with why, right? I mean, Simon Sinek made a lot of money on start with why, right? <laughs> and for good reason, right? I mean, that's that motivator. Your why should be your identified motivator. It should be your internal motivator. It should be why you do everything you're doing. I mean, it should be that filter that if it's not in that filter, you know, I mean, you shouldn't spend a lot of time on anything that's not really in your why. And in the reason is, is, you know, these external motivators are great. Money will only motivate you so far. Mm-hmm. Other things, other people doing, you know, stuff for doing for others will only, only motivate you so far. If you don't have the internal motivation, you will burn out on those external motivators. They will not last. It will be a thing. If, if duty or guilt or anything like that is your motivator, that will not last. It's got to be something that you have it. We talked about this before, that have to versus get to mentality, right? It has to be a get to. That's that that internal motivator. The have to is typically the external motivator. The get to is that internal motivator. And so to be able to do that, to be able to understand that, I mean, yeah, we can look at DISC and we can say, yeah, we're talking to a D. They need challenge choice control. They're driven by results right? That's, that's that, right? You talked about, you know, you're driven by the appreciation and, and the security and that, that, you know, that assurance, that's the S personality, the I's it's recognition, popularity, approval, the C's it's excellence, quality, right? That we can, we can know that we can do that. It's, but at the end of the day, that person, like we can, we can coach them in that we can motivate them in that way, but if they don't want it themselves, it's not going to last right? It's why we talk about all the time. I've talked to Don Williams about this over and over. We talked about it in our interview, a conversation a long time ago on the recruiting 101 conversation. But I've talked to them a lot about the three things that I know a player needs to have. And you've seen this. We've talked about it too. In order to play at the next level, whatever the next level is, really, you know, if you're playing rec to get to comp, if you're playing comp to go to college and play, if you're going to college to go, you have to love it. You have to be incredibly good and you have to have a great work ethic, right? And, and again, if you don't love it, it's really hard to have a great long-lasting, long-term work ethic, right? And you, know, you can be great at something, but if you don't love it and you don't have a work ethic, it's not going to work. And so that's yeah. where that internal motivation is going to cause you to work really hard. It's going to cause, it will make you love it, not make you love it, but it will lead to you loving it, right? Yeah. And, and it will sustain, because otherwise it's going to be just kind of flash in the pan and you're going to be done. Totally. And I, I like what you said there. Let, let's kind of, let's kind of wrap up this by before, but before we do, let's talk a little bit about, because it, you hit a good point there of, you know, continually being motivated, right? Like it, it's a long-term thing. And if you're not happy doing it, it's hard to be motivated. So let's talk about that. We ebb and flow as people, right. And in, in different circumstances that come across our path, whether it's with family or work or just natural environment, can ebb and flow your motivation at the drop of a hat. You know, somebody mm-hmm. can just say something to you and you're super pumped. Somebody says something just out of the blue or something, you see something, it can just drive your motivation to, to nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's talk about, as we kind of wrap up through this, what are some things that, that people can do to boost motivation, right? It, as leaders, we've got to make sure that we can motivate others. If we're not motivated, it's hard to portray that motivation on to others. So there's, there's times where we've got to check ourselves a little bit and how do we best boost our motivation? I'll throw out 
too. And, and I'll yeah. see if you've got any as well. I know for me and, and for, for Marcy as well, exercise mm. boosts motivation. You know, it gets, it gets, you know, we always say it gets my juices flowing, gets my mind rolling. It gets me a better perspective. I'll throw out three. There's exercise. There's, there's my quiet time in the morning to recenters myself into what priorities are. And I think sometimes like redefining your goals, sometimes in that quiet time, like, Hey, what am I really trying to accomplish? Cause we can think we're doing, going down the right path and we are uh, motivated to do this thing. And then we realize that, man, based on certain circumstances, maybe I've gone off center a little bit. I've got to refocus my goals as to what is, what really is my why, right? What, what am I really trying yeah. to attain here? So those are a couple of, there's hundreds of others, but what are maybe two or three that, that help you? And you're like, man, I just got to get, got to recenter here and get back on track and get motivated. Absolutely. Well, I mean, the three that you just talked about are absolutely for me as well. What you do not know there, because you did not do the interviews, is that you just totally teased three of the interviews that I've been able to do over the last few weeks. I mean, it was really, really cool. And one is Dr. O'Neill. I mentioned him. He talks about exercise and and that, you know, we really need to kickstart our day with exercise. It gets our juices, as you said, it gets our juices flowing. And scientifically, it actually gets our brains revved up. It gets our brains going. So if you're not doing something in the morning to get your brain going, you know, that's gonna, that will be actually scientifically proven to not be, you know, to be like a anti-motivator. I don't know. I'm obviously an uncertified uh, doctor. You're you're clearly an expert. I use words like juices and things like that. Very unscientific. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I could tell, I mean, you've clearly had training of some variety to be able to learn these things. One book back there that has anything to do with science, I promise. Well, and, and you talked about it as far as that motivation, the external, and this is why external motivation is so, it's, it's precarious if that's, a, you know, the right word. But it, it's something that you can't rely on. It's something that, because external motivation goes positive and negative. If you're, if your external motivation is words of encouragement that it gets you going, then similarly, the criticism will crush you if you're not internally solid, which is why that the exercise gets your brain going, but it also just helps you mentally. You're meant more, you're mentally healthy. You're a lot more mentally healthy. If you, if you are exercising and that's actually something that Dr. O'Neill talked about as well. And it's, it's, it was just a really cool conversation that we get to do, but the solitude is, is a place where, and to be able to just get away from the noise So, you know, as Christians, we can hear from God and we can hear what God is saying to us. Other people, if you're not, if you're, that's not your worldview, then how can you really be able to have, have an ability to confirm that internal motivator, to confirm, as you talked about, confirm that why, to help you to really remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Because if you know why you're doing what you're doing and you're good at it, like we talked about, and it's your passion and you have fun doing it and it brings joy to you. When someone says something that's negative to you, it will, you'll be able to just brush it off and go, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. I know the truth of this. And if you know the truth of why you're doing what you're doing and you are confirming that regularly and you're being able to, you know, as I talk about, do it all at once, go on a walk gets exercise, mm-hmm. have solitude that you're actually thinking about these things. Leave your phone at home, leave your headphones at home. Just be able to go and just be and be able to listen and cut the noise because there's so much noise, so many people that are externally motivating us through social media, through the news, through all these other things that we need to counter that 
and be very intentional with countering that. So that's where that continuing motivation for me comes is really being able, like you said, to get out and to be able to do those things. But you really need to understand what does motivate you internally because otherwise, you know, and there are places where you can get truths. Again, for me as a Christian, I go to scripture to remind myself of lasting truth. You know, who, who are those people who can be able to help you to remember that and remind you whatever that is that gets you there. That's where, you know, there are a lot of ancient practices that have been around since the beginning of time that people have been doing that, you know, people have always gone on walks and, and that's something to keep going back to. I think we always try to replace it with some new great cool thing. But what I find is the things that have been around that are there are the, just the true trusted, you know, time tested practices. And, you know, there's a million apps that you can do, but you don't need an app to just go out and be in nature and just listen. Right. So. Well, I'm, I'm excited about, you know, what's coming over the next couple of weeks in the next season as, as the, as you and the experts dive deeper into, into this topic, I'm excited to hear, hear about that. I'd, I'd love to hear from, you know, our listeners, folks that are listening to this, I'd love to, to hear from them, maybe whether it's, you know, directly emailing us or sharing it on our Facebook group site, what are ways that they stay motivated? You know, if they, what are, what are just some different ideas that people can share with us and with our group of how they're staying motivated or ways that they get re-motivated or maybe some, some interesting and cool ways that they motivate others as a leader, as a coach, we're always looking to share ideas and be a community that can, can grow together and learn together. So I'd love to hear from, from our other experts that are our listeners. That's absolutely right. That, that, and on that note, if you want to connect with us, you can go to the show notes for this at howsoccerexplainsleadership.com. You can, you can see the show notes. You'll have my email address, Paul's email address, as well as you know, the Facebook group, all that. You can get all that information in the show notes. So we won't take the time now to do it. If you want to learn more about Warrior Way Soccer and all that it is, you can listen to the off-season talk we just did about it. And you can go to warriorwaysoccer.com. You can also learn about coaching the bigger game at coachingthebiggergame.com. There's a couple demos there that you'll be able to check out and uh, hopefully you'll sign up and be able to go deeper and to be able to understand the people side of the game a whole lot better. Like these motivation, this is a conversation we will have there as well. So with all that, hope that you're taking all that you're learning from this podcast and you're using it to help you to be a better parent, to be a better spouse, to be a better friend, better leader in all that you do. And you continually remind yourself that soccer does explain life and leadership. Thanks a lot. Have a great week.